we are back again for Hello. another yeah another digital twin fan club podcast with the new audio this one wasn't designed by neil um we've been yeah. experimenting with the diaries format for a little bit now yeah yeah i think we're gonna change things up a little bit today aren't we yes a bit less rambly a bit more a bit more twinny we'll do a little bit more twin content i think we're still gonna have a bit of us time because uh, i like our last time and it's good I, to air these things but um there I'm has not been some stuff going on this week anyway so I'll go on. So, yeah, no time to think about myself this week because I don't know what been, I don't know what's been going on. <laughs> yeah. How do I feel? No idea. Uh, it's no, been just... a busy week. Yes, I can relate to that. So there is a um, relatively new set of standards coming out slash that are out. Um, Three hundred one seven three, I believe, is certainly that. That is that the case studies. Um, that is the new, no, that's the terminology. It's actually a 2023 standard, but I believe that the BSI version has just come out. Um, so, uh, standards. Let's do more standards on Digital Twins, shall we? Well, so, I mean, I mean <laughs> well, 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 I mean, the, the first question, I've not read it, and I've not read it. The challenge I would put back... Um, to the industry is what are they standardizing and why are they standardizing it? Like, have we actually generated proof that all this kind of like twin stuff is actually going to, well, not, 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 is it going to drive value, but how it drives value and where it drives value? Because we have this terrible kind of habit of kind of standardizing stuff before we show what we need to standardize just because of commercial incentives. Yes. And that really, really grinds my gears. It really grinds Sorry, my Dan. gears as well. And I was having a chat with Dan Roster, who's been on the podcast a number of times. You know, he works for the British Standards Institution and uh, he's into his standards. And, you know, we have healthy debates about all this sort of stuff, but he's a bit annoyed about it as well. I wouldn't say annoyed. Um, I, I think he would, well, I think he's annoyed. He, I'm sure he would say he feels that there is work to do with that standard. And um, there are some examples that i have from him of, of where it could be done uh where it could be improved and i think it's worth discussing some of the downsides of standards because it is you know like you say commercial incentives and sometimes even geopolitical which are whoever gets to say how it's done is the person that then owns that effectively if you're on that committee you get to decide how these things work um and does it make a big difference who knows um I understand that this has been quite China-led, so that there is oh. a different school of thought towards digital twins, even what they are, because you know the the ISO Flex two hundred and sixty standard that is now withdrawn. So, you know that effectively did this, and ISO two three two four seven, which is the manufacturing standard, which is still uh, a thing and still you know up to date and draws on the other standards. Um, this standard and it's going to give you a couple of uh, examples of where um there are concerns shall we i'll use the, the terminology okay. uh so uh it's not a dt anymore it's not digital twin oh, it's a dtw no. so uh we're gonna add some more confusion to the market great times. What? right say that again so i can get mad dtw dt capital d capital d lowercase w what what does that mean that means digital twin now Why? um and the BSI okay. committee. Why? Why? Well, so the official explanation I've been given is that By the who? 
uh, I'm not really reveal my sources. Uh, the, the official <laughs> explanation uh, I'm going to give uh, that has been given to me is that um, DT stands for digital transformation, and they didn't want to create confusion in the market. Um, so they've created confusion in the digital twin market instead. Yeah, effectively. So um, they basically don't like that. Uh, I, I I don't like that either. Um, and there are a number of other issues with this new standard, apparently. And I, we're going to get Dan Roster in to have a proper chat about this, I hope. Um, that the terms inside this new standard don't align with the principles of the ISO rules of how you're supposed to create standards. So there's some like fundamental issues there. Um, which is okay like that's an area that i'm not an expert in so we'll need we'll need, we'll need dan for that um then uh so there's two more two more two more two more things that and these are the uk's official on record concerns um that I'm, i've read from their standard because you know i wanted the uk spicy yeah. one because it's where the good stuff is with the national forward um they've used the word real time in this new standard oh uh-huh. first palm big first palm, first palm. um the frequency, and this is this is a great a, a a great little snippet. It's not the whole thing. The whole thing's worth reading. Go download the UK version now. Um, is uh, the UK committee? Um, uh, it is their opinion that the synchronization, I AKA, is it real time? Is it on time? How much time? When is it? When do you update your digital model, your digital twin from the physical twin from the physical model? How do they? How do they impact and relate to one another? Um, that synchronization is dependent on the use case being addressed. Absolutely. Um, which that's all right. We mm, yeah. Well, no, no, no. The, the British committee is right, but it concerns me that the international this other international committee are saying that digital twins are all real time because it just sounds like they don't do digital twins if they think it's all real time. It sounds like it's the UK in two thousand and nineteen. Yeah, it just sounds like these are people who don't even do digital twins telling us how digital twins do. Does the UK do digital twins? Yeah. I mean, professionals do. Um, The UK, well, government-wise, not as many as I'd like. I've seen now one, which is the Ministry of Justice Smart Prison, which uh, I've seen. So it's a smart asset. um, Seen inside that. I mean, do you think it makes a difference if it's called a smart asset or a digital twin? You pushed me on that. So now you've got to have a fight with me. Now it's an uppercase D, lowercase W. (laughs) You know, um, so they're calling it the smart smart prison, but that's the one I've seen. I have not seen many other examples. I think other countries, despite the UK's kind of initial lead, that's been lost. Uh, yeah, other, New, other, New Zealand have done some cool stuff, haven't they? Yeah, they've just Singapore. done it. They've just yeah. got on with it and found some problems, found some yeah. areas that needed addressing, uh, addressed them, and then reap the benefits. So that's so real time's an issue because it's not always real time. It just sounds like they don't know what they're talking about. Uh, and then last one is uh, stakeholders. Um, uh, when applying, blah, 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 digital twin stakeholders, um, the UK committee advises... Uh, users to also consider how smaller, more discrete digital twins could be established. Um, so I, that's talking about the kind of scale and scope of digital twins that they're talking about in this standard. So it sounds as though there is the UK is going to uh, Brexit from ISO, uh, or, or rather ISO is, is Brexited, ISO'd, ISOFT uh, from uh, existing 
ISO. They've they're they're isolating. There we go. They're isolating. Very nice. Pat self on that. That adds value on every level. It's not too fair. In, in in a lot of ways, I don't mind the idea of us just like if we decided to okay, look, this ISO doesn't make any sense to us at all. Let's yeah. just innovate in our own way. I'd be completely comfortable with that. Yeah. Because in a lot of ways, that's a better way to tackle it. Because I don't think we have innovated or learned enough in this the, this which which is still an emerging sector and an emerging market to yeah. actually understand what on earth it is and how to drive value from it. Yeah. And and you know, and that's back to the inherent danger of standardization. You know, I've I use the example of if, you know we, what it is? if we standardized rail w- rail gauges before we invented trains. Yes, maybe the world would have more consistent and better trains. But would there have been any trains? I argue that there might not have been because if it would be death by committee. But anyway, Do you know what it reminds me of? Go on. It's like Paz eleven ninety two all over again. <sighs> the BIM level two standards. I've seen that in a bid today. In a bid well, uh, documents well, today. You must comply did, with bid level I mean, two. It's an amazing thing, but also created, they, they standardized before they truly knew what they wanted to standardize in a lot of ways. And maybe, maybe, maybe twins are even less mature than BIM in a lot of ways. Um, well, I mean, it. Well, this is part of the problem because it depends who you ask. Because if you get... If you ask construction. It, well, exactly. If you ask the construction sector, you, you, you face problems because it is, it doesn't have a good data track record and it doesn't yeah. Im- it doesn't have data scientists in leadership positions whereas other areas like manufacturing is the classic one their um a lot of their digital twin work is really data-led and so they would never have implemented 1192 or i assume 19650 because it's got some fundamental data flaws that need improving so hey there we go i mean what we need is a couple of people that know about twins and like data maybe they could like write a book on it um, oh, you're a bit like um, the book that our own Neil Thompson and Ian Gordon have written. Yeah, yeah that would be useful, potentially, hopefully. I mean, I'm are sure it's got some gonna... really good infographics on there. Plug, I've plugged you guys. Yeah, well done. That's that's good. I'm sure they'll be glad. Uh, it's it's uh, it's a weighted <laughs> home and a lot of effort's gone into it, and it's very expensive. So I'm saving up for it. I might ask. It's, yeah, it's very expensive. Obviously, there were, Neil wants it. Probably wants a yacht and and and. I think he might get a toy cycling addiction. Yeah. I know how expensive it is. <laughs> yeah. You and your horrendous cycling addiction. Um, <laughs> it's not a cheap hobby. No, it's, it's not. It's insane. I mean, I, I like the fact that we're progressing with stuff, but it's, I mean, people always argue it's a chicken egg situation with standards and projects, but I just fundamentally believe, and another analogy, it's the car before the horse, like in this situation. Yeah. So we, don't, we don't know what, we haven't got 10 projects where we've gone, here's the value we've driven, here's how we've delivered it, therefore here's the direction we need to take it. Yeah, That's yeah. my pure opinion but, on it. But, and you know, people are um I wonder upset. how many people who are involved have actually delivered one or been involved with one or actually benefited from one. Quite. Um, and this is, one of the, this is one of the dichotomies, that it's digital twins and BIM face the same problem, which is they are often applied as a solution looking for a problem. They're often like, we need a digital twin. We need BIM. Oh, but what are you... Oh, what? Why? Yeah. You know, it's their solutions looking for problems, which is backwards. And if and you will find the best way to get digital twins or BIM implemented is, is when somebody says, well, we have this problem of we work really inconsistently across this our supply chain and we want to improve that. Hey, BIM. Or um, we have uh, this uh, system that operates... 
uh, in a really complex environment and you know it brings together all these different pieces and uh, it's really difficult to manage and we manage it badly hey digital twin you know uh, just examples right you know not definitive but then on the other side of the scale there seem to be lots of people and i get this a lot a lot of people ask me this is um you know there seem to be a, a lot of definitions of what a digital twin is but that you know, we did the Flex 2260 standard when I was working at CDBB. You know, we got that kicked off and we delivered it. And that said what a digital twin was. And it didn't impact the market and it wasn't picked up by the National Digital Twin or, or, or anybody else. So it's been withdrawn in favour of other things. So it just feels like it's a, it, it feels like it's a, a, a consultancy arms race. You know, what's the shiny new term? It's like, well, actually, this could have added a load of value, you guys, but you just, you, you missed the opportunity because you didn't um, rally around it. You know, if you you want to get in this game, you want to be consistent with it, then you've got to rally around and be consistent with it. But, um, you know, AI came along. <laughs> this brand new thing that no one had ever heard of until uh, 2023. Oh, wait. Hey, digital twins might do the same. I think, uh, you know. Well, so I've got I've got a feeling. Are you high on believing? Uh, yeah. So I, the projects I've been worked on where we've we've weaved digital twin through it. What what has resulted is we basically actually we deliver a proper smart asset at the end of it. Yeah. So I perfect. Like whichever way, whichever way, whichever way you cut it, you've got you've got an asset, a building a building or an asset that's full of IoT sensors that's got some way of reading the data on it. Yeah. Um, and it's not many of them, and like there's not many of them. We've got some case studies now, uh, and we're trying. But it's 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 interesting when you start to speak, when you speak to smart consultants, they they very much like strategy, and concept, and like the ideas and the technology. But they don't like generally the the con the smart consultant element. They don't like to get into the delivery phase of projects. They like to move on to that. Like to hand that off. Oh, you mean the work? <laughs> don't don't say that, Henry. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's just it's easier to do a PowerPoint than deliver one, isn't it? Um, yeah. So I think the digital twin market can bridge the gap between smart concept and smart delivery in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, for because sure. Because there's been the idea of this the smart city. I mean, smart city was basically digital twin a while ago. But then you, you, you see a lot of the outputs of digital twin projects are, re are basically what smart wanted to be 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. As, as, as an angle. That's a potential angle. Yeah. But even still... I'm with you. I'm with you. And your and your yipping dog, uh, who I want to slightly murder. Um, I don't. I love dogs. No, no there's no dog. No. Okay. What? Is there some background noise? A little yeah. bit of background noise? I like some squeaking. Never mind. I thought it was a yapping. Mm. There it goes mm. again. No idea. Do you know what? I am I'm using a broken cable, and it wrecked a podcast tonight with me and, um, me and Matt, so oh. it might be something to do with that. Ah, uh, the Zero podcast. Looking forward to mm. it. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, I think, you know, ISO standard, um, it does sound like battle lines are being drawn, and, like, different people are going to be pushing in different directions, and that's a problem. Um, mm. But that there is, you know, there's, there is a brand Britain for a certain style that CDBB created for the built environment, um, but that we're not aligning, we're diverging right now, is what it feels like. Mm. Uh, it frustrates me, though, massively. Good. Again, 
because it's just going to, it'll just become the topic. Everyone will be presenting what ISO is. ISO, this is what ISO twin is. And then it'll just become, it's what, it's what the discussion will become about. Solutions looking for problems. So we've put yeah. out, uh, let's put it to bed. Let's put it yeah. to bed. We have, uh, we have solved that problem. Uh, looking forward to getting Dan Roster uh, on. Uh, we've got a few exciting podcasts in the pipelines for the near future. Oh, so, oh, what, yeah. what, what's going on? Uh, my um, mentor at Dharma, um, D A M A, uh, who are an amazing organization, um, was responsible, one of the people responsible for Open DEFRA. So, like that open data that DEFRA put out. Um, and he and I had a really good chat about that. So, uh, that's coming out soon. Um, yeah, really good one to look forward to. But yeah, other than that, uh, I just thought we should spend a little bit of time talking about our, you know, like doing our little regular catch up thing and, and seeing what's going on in the wonderful wide world of our lives. Well, a lot of traveling, a bit of weird, not, not digital twins, no digital twins this week. No um, digital twins this week. Working out how to deliver projects. My notebook's nearly full, which is, I can't believe I've filled a notebook in like three, two months. Um, uh not really do you know what? it's been a bit of a weird week i've just literally been sat in meetings and i think yeah, that's kind of what's frustrated me uh to be honest this week i've had I've done a lot of meetings um sadly okay. yeah, Sounds like fun. yeah. I, i've done i've done some digital twin related meetings i've done some digital twin related meetings have you gone so what so what's your what's your week been like um so did the apollo protocol exec board at the start of the week which is what about was? improving communication between the sectors, specifically making digital twins between sectors uh, interoperate. So um, uh, we were doing um, uh, some of our due diligence, but there was also a uh, request for a letter of support for a new digital twin research project. So uh, we've, we're going to be supporting that, which will be exciting. I'll have more details about that once everything's all signed, sealed and delivered. Um, that was my Monday. Um, I somehow managed to make it to Pilates on Tuesday morning, and I swear by that stuff now. Uh, went to Housing Digital in Edgebaston, um, which was awesome. I presented uh, on Digital Twins for the Building Safety Act and tried to deliver a fairly no-nonsense, solution-orientated talk about how do you make decisions, what do you care about, trying to be problem-solving, focused, not solution focused first uh, and i even said that i did say that at that talk but that was a problem um then uh the data sharing discussion group would have taken place and that is something that's going into the digital twin hub sarah hayes who came out of the credo project the climate resilience demonstrator that's still kicking about with the um, best that had the best movie. high quality oh, movie yeah. ever it was oh like yeah we paid we we paid an, uh, CDBB. We paid an award-winning director for that. It wasn't my call, by the way. I'd like to distance myself from that idea. Yeah. Um, then uh, Thursday morning, I had the Digital Twin Hub Community Council meeting. So, um, Jesus Henry. What? <laughs> so my week, I went into a meeting at half eight on Monday, and now it's Friday. Ah. I went to sleep a couple of times. Uh, good times. Uh, yeah, no, I'd so I've had quite a, an active digital twin related meeting, digital twin hub community trying to grow the digital twin hub. So, you, um, still, you still involved with that? Is that still a thing? <laughs> that doesn't bode too well for it. I feel like <laughs> I, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it is. I mean, it's they are 
there is this national cyber physical infrastructure ecosystem work that's ongoing wasn't very oh, the Fenby Taylor review oh no I did that I did that for uh that's yeah no following on from my report there is some work being done into doing the mapping of the ecosystem which I'm really glad to see um but one of the big issues is I think that it's it's actually a really big piece of work and it's not about you know, cyber physical infrastructure is certainly part of it. Digital twins are a part of it, but there's so much innovation across all government departments going on. Even beginning to understand what everybody's doing is going to be a real pain in the bum. So they're going to have to. They're going to have to sort that out, and um, they are doing that. Uh, Jonathan Eyre of uh, um, he wears several hats that both of them are catapults, um, is trying to create that map, which I think it will be really important. Um, then I've had, back to, you know, more construction apprenticeships. Had a oh. f- few nice chats, yeah, a few nice chats here and there. Spoken to some real experts in the space about digital apprenticeships. There's a digital twin apprenticeship going to be coming out from uh, uh, John Okayansu of, I think he's Cranfield, isn't he? um is 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 on it um i've been speaking to loads of interesting people um boo, 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 boo. then um i came into a podcast and uh here we are and now i'm talking to you and you're talking back to me yeah so it's, it's been intense. pretty and in between of that i've been doing a whole you know this apprenticeship research work well so you've an idea of my morning i went on a call at quarter past eight and i had to eat lunch while in a meeting and then i came in here and i'm in I don't know why today, this week, has just been absolutely zombified with meetings. Every Aww. gap, someone's like, oh, I'll take this. Oh, I, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. And while I'm not experiencing it myself, I've been there. So I'm going to put <laughs> a little bit put, silly. I put my virtual little, arms around you as a little, little, bit, little bit silly this week. But uh, I'm looking forward to getting some new cables for my yes. microphone. So I sound oh, better. Yes, we're going to get your, your sound quality up, aren't we? That'll well, um, I broke my. <laughs> microphone cable or it's loose or it doesn't quite work properly anymore right, so right. i've upgraded to on advice of henry therefore i shall sound better moving forward yeah we'll have to work on our like audiobook voices hi everybody and welcome to the digital twin fan club podcast mm, i just sound a bit more northern well that's good you got character a little bit a little bit a little bit less northern but, um, Midlands, but yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm gonna have to I need to read this ISO. I need a copy of it. I need to... Yes, yes. I'm I'm uh, I'm not gonna pay for it though. I'm absolutely categorically not paying two hundred and fifty quid for it. I'm like, wow. Uh, I cannot support uh you sailing the seven seas uh <laughs> to find your standards. <laughs> and on that bombshell, I yeah. think it is uh the end of today's podcast. And I'm gonna yeah. uh, say thank you very much Thanks, for, your, guys. for your time. Good to catch up. Oh, yeah, it was. All right, buddy. Until next time. <laughs>